Welcome, welcome, everybody. Take two here for this stream. First one, a little laggy. So, welcome to episode number, I don't know, 44, I think. Got a lot of good stuff to cover in this show, ladies and gentlemen. So, shout out to all you guys watching live on DLive, on Twitch, on the Foxhole app. And hey, if you're watching the replay on BitChute, on Rumble, or on jordansather.tv, I appreciate you too. Make sure you subscribe to this channel, turn on the little notification bell so you get notified when I go live or when I drop a new video on this channel. And, uh, you know, if you're new here, please go follow me on Telegram. It's the only social media I'm on at this point. I've been canned off of facebook and twitter and youtube and discord and all of it so follow me on telegram you'll get uh reminders right before i go live here you'll get other messages things like that telegram's a it's a neat app it's got problems but it's a neat app and this is the stream where we don't do clickbait we don't do clickbait we do our speculations our you know, beliefs, our information based upon evidence, based upon real world data, based upon things we can more or less prove. It just honestly sickens me with how, I guess we could say unprincipled people are, the talking heads are, you know, on their bit shoot channels and doing their YouTube videos and Instagram lives and things like that. People will say freaking anything, man. And you can clearly tell they just want attention, views on their videos, or people to buy their shit. That's it. And I'm I'm not about that, you know. Selling stuff isn't automatically bad. Everybody's got to do it. I got to do it. But if you're selling things with misinformation, when you're clearly hawking wrong shit over and over again, and that's that's grifting, all right? So be careful for all the influencers out there that are just who knows what the heck they're saying or where the heck they get their claims from. It's like, who's giving that to you? You got a handler? You got a handler? I don't know. So anyway, uh, subject content for this one, we're going to cover a few different things. These vaccine passports, talk about that a little more. The FBI is apparently frowning upon uh, forgeries with these vaccine cars. It's pretty hilarious, the threat they put out yesterday. We'll take a look at that. Uh, Trump's got a new interview out where he's saying some stuff, giving people some hope for the near future. And then we'll also talk about a new lawsuit where Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell have been named. That's interesting. And a few other things as well. So anyway, appreciate you joining me. Let's now go into uh, the articles here and a few things I want to share with you first, a little bit of housekeeping. You know, I do have to promote various things I'm doing. I don't have a sponsor in this video but I want to share with you some ways you can basically support me directly. Uh, one of those is through Subscribestar. You know, speaking of censorship, Patreon was one of those companies that censored me last year, kicked me off. So I had to move over to Subscribestar. If you want to support these shows I do and the uh, shit stirring I do on the internet, you can sign up there. Different amounts. You get uh, mostly daily. I mean, I send out a few exclusive updates here couple of times a week, written ones. And uh, you get a discount code to my supplement brand as well and a few other neat perks. Also, jordansather.tv. 
You can subscribe here for just five bucks a month and you get these videos I do ad free. So no sponsors in the videos that go on that channel. And also everybody that signs up to either the dot TV or my subscribe star, you get access to a weekly live chat on Zoom that I do. And I'm doing it tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow. It's every Thursday at 4 p.m. So anybody on Substar or my.tv gets access to that. And then also, shout out to everybody supporting me through my Conscious Strength Supplement brand. I've got a few new things in stock. The hemp oil is back in, and it, it is now a uh, full-spectrum extract. So full-spectrum 500 milligrams a bottle, made in America from organic plant. And then uh, I got Michael Coffee coming back in stock later this week as well. Just a couple of days, that'll be in. And then I got a few new things coming in too. Maybe a turmeric, maybe a couple other new products as well. I'm, uh, I'm looking at expanding that, always am. So that's it for where you can help me out. Now let's get into the articles. So first up, Man, cancel culture rearing its ugly, nasty head. And what we've got here is a failure to communicate. Uh, something you just can't reach. Cool Hand Luke reference. I love that movie. But this here, so we've got myself, uh, Red Pill 78 is going to be there. IET, good old Craig will be there. Even General Flynn and Sidney Powell are slated to speak at this conference as well. It's called the uh, Forgotten Country Patriot Roundup. It's happening in Dallas at the Omni Hotel over Memorial Day weekend. And the Dallas Observer is trying to get it canceled. The local newspaper, one of the local papers there at this in Dallas is trying to get this convention canceled. Don't you love it? We must be doing something right to trigger these folks. They literally have no idea what they're writing here. Apparently. Uh, people in Dallas. Hold up. I want to bring up this petition. Change.org. Say no to the QAnon con Memorial Day weekend. No Q extremists. Like, oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? But that's what's happening. So I implore you to send uh, Jacob Vaughn here a very peaceful, very nicely worded email. It, apparently his email is right here on the article. You can go, you know, send him your thoughts and just say, what the heck, dude? Are you that dumb? You can just read his writing here and how bad it is. <laughs> I'm going to send him an email too and be like, dude, I'm speaking at this thing and you clearly have it all wrong. But what's funny is that this particular hotel, uh, they're probably not going to cancel it because, yeah, you like it right here. The FBI has called QAnon a domestic terrorist threat. No, they have not. That is a lie from fake news that this dude doesn't realize. But anyway, the Omni Dallas Hotel, the place that is hosting this event, they're probably not going to cancel it because a few years ago, they had an adult entertainment conference that was going to be held there. And the, the uh, Omni Hotel canceled that, but then they got a lawsuit from that group they canceled and they had to end up sh uh, shelling out like a million dollars to pay for this lawsuit. So <laughs> they're probably scared of canceling any events. And if they cancel this one, I mean, they'll probably get a lawsuit. So I'm sure they don't want to do that. Dallas Observer, poor guys. 
Those poor guys. It'd be funny. It'd be funny when it actually happens. So uh, that event's coming up as well. If you want to go check it out, you can go to thepatriotvoice.us and check it out. It'll be fun. Memorial Day weekend. So moving on from that, let's chat about Biden's new infrastructure plan, multi-trillion dollar infrastructure plan that was unveiled today. And it just looks like a mess. It just looks like a mess. He says he's going to finance it through tax hikes, which great. He promised not to hike. The proposed initiatives within this, I mean, it's just, it's bad. Okay. We've got $200 billion slated for electric vehicles. Electric vehicles. That's just a mess. People have no idea. <laughs> they don't realize how many minerals need to be mined to make these different batteries and components for electric things. Uh, it's actually a scourge on the environment. It's not too good. And then, of course, you're plugging the thing into an electric infrastructure that most of the electricity comes from oil and gas and fossil fuels anyway. So it's just it's a mess. We've also got $10 billion for a new outfit called the Civilian Climate Corps. $10 bucks down here for a Civilian Climate Corps. <laughs> oh, it's a mess. So... We'll see. We'll see what comes of that. He is making it way too easy for us to just shit on him. And maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. Sometimes you have to uh, walk through the dark before you see the light, as we've been told. And nothing's easier to show people the light with than this old bumbling, tripping fool. So there's that. Moving on here to Trump and his new website, 45office.com. Woo! Looks good. Man, some of these photos are absolutely breathtaking. Like, they're crazy. Look at that. Look at that photo, Mount Rushmore. So this is a nice-looking website. Trump is getting a little more public with what he is doing. Check in on him, I guess. That would be That's coming. And Trump's also putting some endorsements out there. This one in particular, though, is making some people scratch their heads. Trump is a... <laughs> I see somebody in the chat. They said, let's just make free energy tech come out. And then we can move society forward. I agree. I agree. I think the whole, obviously, climate change, green energy bullshit is bullshit. But I'm also not for the whole fossil fuel thing. Because uh, clearly there's suppressed technologies out there that can move us light years beyond that, but that's a conversation for another time. Let's get back in here to Trump's endorsements. So he endorsed a man named Drew McKissick for the South Carolina GOP chair position yesterday. And the reason why this made some people scratch their heads is because, uh, sorry, Epic Times, gotta get your ad out of there, even though I love you. But, uh, this is making some people wonder because that's the seat that Lynn Wood is going for. And people are wondering why Trump didn't just endorse Lynn Wood. Why did he endorse this guy? I'm not making any endorsements of Trump's endorsement, nor am I endorsing Liz Lynn Wood. I'm just 
putting this out there for you to ruminate on. But, you know, just don't. I think the lesson we're all learning. there could be being done for optics so don't take anything at base value and don't uh don't like people through the screens all right just because maybe they're saying what you want to hear maybe a lot of people you know really like that person so it's kind of peer pressure to like them too whatever the case but <laughs> the internet is very good very easy for people to put on a show with and you know be totally different off the screens and off the accounts, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Just we'll see what happens. So that's that. Um, interesting. And also, Trump put out a interview yesterday, an interview that was released by Laura Trump. This particular interview, he talks about kind of the same old things that he's been doing in recent interviews: social media censorship, China, Biden, fake news. All those sorts of things. Um, what was interesting here is that Facebook removed it. Facebook went ahead and removed this particular interview because they're claiming that, you know, that's that's kind of a standard rule that these social media companies have is that if they remove you, you know, you, you can't do the ban evasion stuff as those cancel culture shills will call it. No ban evading. So if you make a new account, even if it's under a different name, but it's still your face, they'll remove it. Uh, videos that you sometimes do, they'll remove those too. But it just goes to show you that once once Trump's social media platform comes out, that's going to change the game. And that's going to be huge, actually huge. Even if we get Mike Lindell's platform out, which it looks like he's he's already got a name for it. He says it's going to be able to hold hundreds of millions or a billion people on it. So Mike Lindell, you know, he's he's pumping it up. He's making a lot of big claims for it. We'll see if it happens. But it's crucial. It's crucial for us to get a comms platform that we can be comfortable with, where we can share what we need to share and not get worried about getting canceled. So, you know, maybe, maybe Trump will do that rally as one of the first videos or live streams he does on his social media platform. I mean, that would be pretty freaking sweet. And honestly, that'd probably be like the only place that he could do it because clearly Trump's not going to be able to hold a rally and get it live streamed on anywhere, seeing as what Facebook's doing here and YouTube at all. So we'll see what happens in the coming months with all of that. Moving on now into speaking of big tech, let's talk about what YouTube was doing yesterday, <laughs> making some people really laugh at him. Uh, in response, this is a tweet they put out yesterday, in response to creator feedback around well-being and targeted dis dislike campaigns. You like that? We're testing a few new designs that don't show the public dislike count. If you're part of this small experiment, you might spot one of these designs in the coming weeks. So <laughs> YouTube really uh, catering to the participation trophy generation if you want to call it that, you know, I, I might even be like kind of in that generation as well, but trust me, I'm not one of those um, targeted dislike campaigns, which basically means they want to uh, make people feel better and hide the fact that a lot of videos out there, people really do not like. 
this really makes me wonder, and it probably is a safe bet to say that the reason YouTube is doing this is because the White House's YouTube account has just been getting wrecked. They've been getting so roasted with like 95 to 5 dislike to like ratios on every single video that's on the uh, White House YouTube channel. And then, of course, when the intern tech at the White House accidentally leaves up comments and doesn't disable them for, for the video, people find out and they just crowd in and say all the all the the mean things. But, of course, the true things, the tough love, right? The true things about what they feel about Biden. <laughs> YouTube just doing this shit. Of course they are. And I guess to make people feel a little bit better about YouTube today, they put out this statement about monetization. Good news for monetizing creators. We've updated our ad-friendly guidelines to allow more green. Get you more money monetizing those videos. So, <laughs> saving a little face here. Doing it for the PR. Doing it maybe to make some income, generate some more revenue, because YouTube actually loses Google a lot of money. YouTube is not a lucrative investment for Google. Uh, it's really just something they're doing to appease their corporate masters, their deep state masters, because YouTube is huge for uh, the culling of the population, the brainwashing of the of the society out there. So there you have it. Granted, I mean, a lot of, here's the thing. I didn't get monetization on YouTube for the last like year, year and a half I had my channel before it got canned about six months ago, back in October. And they would still run ads on videos that I had a yellow click on that they essentially demonetized. They would still run ads on those videos all the time. So YouTube were a bunch of slimy, grimy bastards. And this, this won't do anything. So moving on from that, now we're getting into, still on big tech, but we're talking Amazon here. This news just making me laugh my ass off today. And really, it's no big surprise. And in fact, it goes a whole lot deeper than this, but it's good that this is hitting the mainstream media to get people sort of acquainted with the idea. So Amazon is getting grilled light right now. They're on the hot seat because they recruited an army of Twitter trolls. And they actually codenamed this army of Twitter trolls Veritas. Now, Veritas simply means truth in Latin. That's why James O'Keefe calls uh, his outfit Project Veritas. It means Project Truth. This doesn't have anything to do with Project Veritas. This has to do with Amazon and the fact that Amazon must have been nervous about their... Uh, public relations so they actually recruited an army i don't know how big it was but it says it began in 2018 and we come to know this because the intercept that newspaper the intercept uh basically acquired internal documents from amazon so maybe a disgruntled employee or we got a leaker at amazon or something like that but they put out these internal docs showing this troll campaign, <laughs> like Amazon's got a troll campaign and they were hitting Twitter mainly, but probably other social media sites to, you know, shill, shill for them. And obviously this is not a new concept. This is not a, a concept that is only 
for Amazon. This happens all over the place. And clearly, like, if you've been on Gab lately, or if you go to those comments sections of BitChute, or if you're on Telegram, like, God, those, those shills and trolls and bots are everywhere. And trust me, I, I sit on my ass for many hours a day researching a whole lot of stuff. I'm on these social media accounts, so I can, I can probably see how these troll armies operate maybe better than you because I'm assuming a lot of people that watch me, you know, they have jobs that they're at and, and different, different obligations where they're not able to sit their ass on a computer as long as I can a day. And uh, I, I see very well how the troll armies are operate. And trust me, they are out there pumping all the psyops you can imagine. They're out there pumping flatter stuff, Nazara stuff. They're out there pumping the latest clickbait in terms of, you know, anything related to Q that they can pump that's actually not related to Q, but they're out there trying to make it related to Q just to confuse the shit out of people, right? And they're out there, I mean, whatever it is, man, Project Bluebeam, blah, it's like over and over again. So, uh, yeah, it's just, this is just funny. And obviously, it goes a whole lot deeper than that. I mean, really, we have corporate contractors out there that are staffed by former PSYOPs general. Private companies. And they're they're the ones like doing some of these troll armies. I mean, it's a it's a big business. So shoot, man. Goes deep. Uh, moving on from that, let's talk about Matt Gates. All right. So this is blowing up, going viral. Um, both sides of the aisle, left wing, right wing, they're getting their narratives out there about this. And it started. Let me try to get this story straight. So it all started with the New York Times yesterday. So Gotta, you know, people say message over messenger. And I'm often over here like, that's that's bullshit. They're both important. You wanna you wanna take a look at the message and the messenger as well, because that might give you a, you know, an angle on the message. So this comes from the New York Times. You already gotta question it. You already gotta wonder what sort of agenda this might be for. And they printed this story last night that said Matt Gates is said to face a Justice Department inquiry over sex with an underage girl. Now, the allegation is that he is being investigated by the DOJ over whether he had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old. Interesting that the New York Times chose that number. Maybe it was a message from them or something. But anyway, they're saying he had a relationship with a 17-year-old, paid her to travel with him, and also, analysis of the article is important. According to three people briefed on the matter, according to two of the people, according to the people said, the people, the people, who are the people, New York Times? Freaking cowards don't want to actually admit who they get all this shit from. It's just, you know more unnamed anonymous sources. And speaking to those unnamed anonymous sources, don't only look for those when you're, of course, reading the mainstream media, but holy mother of God, how many anonymous unnamed sources have we heard from people out there on their bit shoot videos and YouTube channels and Rumble accounts lately, right? You know you know a lot of people who I'm talking about. They, 
they glow. They freaking glow and they all do their interviews together, right? And they all have their sources and shit. I question all of them. But anyway, back to Matt, Matt Gates here. So this is blowing up, right? Now, um, what do I want to say about this? A lot. We went through the unnamed sources. We went through the claims. Uh, one of these authors, what's her name? Was it Katie Benner? She ran, yeah, Katie Benner, one of the authors of actually this New York Times piece, ran real quick onto Rachel Maddow last night, and she was going on and on about this investigation. You know, of course, Rachel Maddow is eating that shit up and doing her old acting skit, doing it all. And it just, you know, totally looks like a smear campaign. And then we've got Matt Gates with the bombshell on his Twitter account last night. So check this out. Let me let me zoom in. Boom. He said, over the past several weeks, my family and I have been victims of an organized criminal extortion involving a former DOJ official seeking 25 mil while threatening to smear my name. We have been cooperating with federal authorities in this matter, and my father has even been wearing a wire at the FBI's direction to catch these criminals. Holy shitballs, Batman. The planted leak to the FBI tonight was intended to thwart that investigation. Wow, so maybe the New York Times, according to their people who are familiar with the DOJ investigation, like this, these people that the New York Times is sourcing could have been set up with this leak here. So they're catching, like they're catching the shills there in the DOJ. You know, maybe the FBI is helping to root out some corruption in the DOJ. I don't know, but this is pretty crazy. We'll see what happens with this. Um, you know, it could be such, and I saw this take from Swampy. Shout out to Fed Up with Swampy on on Gab, and and she's been around, you know, social media for a while. Great Q reporter, but she basically said that there's probably some cocky officials in there in these three-letter agencies like the DOJ and others who they're a bunch of anti-Trumpers and they might actually believe like, oh, Biden, he's all legitimate president now so we can start getting away with stuff again. But they're getting cocky and they're getting caught. And maybe this is a part of some sting operation. So, huh, that's that's interesting. We'll see what comes of this. But one thing that's already happening all of the left-wing mainstream media shill dipshit reporters out there, they are trying to press all of the Trump supporters and especially Q supporters out there as hard as they can, like with all of their ass-backwards projection. And of course, you know, the way these narcissists and psychopaths operate is that they accuse the people trying to expose them of what they are guilty of, right? So... There you go. Got to be careful. But this looks like a smear campaign. We'll see what comes of it. Uh, I, I will say, though, I, something really funny that I saw somebody report. They called it Pizza Gates. They, call, they called this controversy Pizza Gates. And it's, that's bullshit because they're trying to say, of course, you know, like Matt Gates is guilty and all this. But I just, that, was, that was just funny. That was just funny. I had to say it. So, okay. Onward from... That, let's now get into, what's next? John Durham. Good old Durham. So, of course, we had Trump put out his statements saying, where's Durham? Is he even a real person? Interesting stuff. 
And yesterday, CNN came out with an also interesting report. So uh, this was after Trump's statements on Durham. So I don't know what CNN's angle with this is. They might be trying to get ahead of a story with Durham. But here, they're essentially saying that Durham is still at work. He's arranging witnesses. He's doing these things. And of course, they're tying in their their twist when it comes to Russia and all these things. So that might be why CNN is reporting on this to get ahead of it. But again, we have the sources said, the sources, the people, the sources. It's according to, you know, people familiar, briefed on the matter, unnamed, anonymous people. Uh, you got to be careful with it. But Durham's hitting the news. Maybe the mainstream media is nervous. You know, one of the last Q drops we got was Durham. So it'd be a hell of a time for him to come out with something. I mean, who knows? We'll see. But let's just say the optics of it look a whole lot better with Durham coming out with some bombshells with Biden in office as our illegitimate president president than it does with Trump in office, correct? If Trump was in office still, you know, if this was last year and Durham came out with any sort of big breaking news from his investigation, it would have just been, I mean, the mainstream media would have called it political, all that sort of stuff. So if Durham came out with something during a Biden administration, that's, of course, a whole lot different. So there's, you know, there's a lot of reasons you can think of as to why maybe this whole Biden getting into office thing had to happen. Maybe it had to be this way. And maybe it's going to turn out for the better, you know, when we look back on it from the future. So we'll see. We'll see what comes of uh, Durham. Let's now get into Jeffrey Epstein. So a new lawsuit came out naming Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell in new criminal actions. And these are pretty gnarly. I mean, as this article from the Miami Herald, written by Julie Brown, she's uh, really been one of the main reporters on this Jeffrey Epstein saga for a few years now. But she writes that these actions are even sinister by Epstein's standards. Now, that maybe that's mainstream media Epstein standards. For those of us truth sleuths, on the underground, we know we know that Temple wasn't a gym on Epstein's island and maybe the more hardcore shit that he was involved in. But this is a lawsuit that's getting some pretty... I mean, it's going deeper. And this is getting out into the mainstream. So this is the, the takeaway from this. What is surprising and, I guess, good about it is that it's getting the mainstream thinkers out there more familiar with some more hardcore stuff. So for instance, this particular lawsuit, uh, the people in it are still unnamed. It's a Jane Doe lawsuit, probably to protect the person bringing it forth at the moment. But they're basically saying that uh, she met Epstein and Maxwell. She was a realtor there in the Palm Beach area of Florida around 2006, seven, eight. She met Epstein and Maxwell while showing them some homes or maybe, maybe at a party through mutual friends, and then they got coaxed by Epstein and Maxwell to go meet up with them, 
to which apparently Epstein and Maxwell raped her and started threatening her, um, threatened to feed her to the alligators. Another allegation is that they raped her in front of this woman's son. It's it's bad. That That's as far as I want to go with it on this stream, but it's, it's pretty bad. So it's pretty crazy that this is coming out now, going deeper, and coming out just a couple of months before, of course, Maxwell's trial begins. So could add a whole lot more weight to that trial. Moving on from this into, let's talk about vaccines. I got three vaccine articles here before we finish up. This one here is a statement that the FBI put out yesterday. So the thing about these three-letter agencies, right? We don't live in a black and white world. You could be talking about the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA, pick an agency. It's not black and white. It's not good or bad. That's simp thinking. That's simple-minded thinking, okay? Let's go a little bit deeper than good-bad. Um, clearly, when you have an organization that's staffed by tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, there's going to be a lot of great people who are in there because they believe they can make a positive difference in the world. And then clearly you have some self-serving shitheads are going to be in these organizations that just are power-hungry, corrupt people, you know? FBI, DOJ, CIA, all of them, I would venture to guess that that's the case. So anyway, you could also have some dumbass mofos that are still caught up in fantasy land and unfortunately are brainwashed. This is some real damn good evidence that, I don't know, we could still have some pretty dumb people there at the FBI. It says here, this was a statement put out yesterday, an alert. If you make or buy a fake COVID-19 vaccination record card, you could endanger yourself. It doesn't even say could. It says you endanger yourself and those around you and you are breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs> this is gold. I got to read a couple sentences from this because this is just some whore shit. It says here, fake vaccination record cards have been advertised on social media websites as well as e-commerce platforms and blogs. Vaccination record cards are intended to provide recipients of the COVID-19 vaccine with information about the type of vaccine they received and when they may be able to receive, let's make it bigger here so you can read, a second dose of the vaccine. If you did not receive the vaccine, do not buy fake vaccine cards do not make your own vaccine cards and do not fill in blank vaccine record cards with false information. They're claiming that it goes against uh, particular codes and particular, uh, there are codes, they're not really laws, just saying. And it says here, do not post photos of your vaccine card to social media websites. Your personal info could be stolen to commit fraud. <laughs> Oh, fuck you, FBI, to put it bluntly there. It's not against the law if this is an experimental vaccine, first of all, that is dangerous. Second of all, we have plenty of cases showing that. If you're any decent investigator, you should be able to uh, find that, people at the FBI. And also, it's all based upon a whole scamdemic as well, correct? So we have an 
experimental vaccine that was, you know, not approved by the FDA. It was given an emergency authorization based upon this bullshit data and statistics of the scamdemic correct. Case counts are wrong. Death counts are wrong. Let's talk about that PCR test. So, <laughs> what the hell? Oh, man. I just find this funny because, like, the day that this came out, yesterday and the day before, uh, I was making jokes on Telegram and my videos of, of you know, fake vaccine records and, like, what what's my entrepreneurial mind thinking of right now? <laughs> what kind of market out there is there for for fake vaccine cards. I don't know. Uh, so the FBI puts this out. It's just, oh, sorry. Sorry, FBI. Now let's talk about that vaccine. So Pfizer, they're coming out saying clinical trials, their own clinical trials. Let's talk about this, okay? The Pfizer is, is claiming that their own trials that they did show the COVID vaccine is 100% effective. 100% effective and safe for youths over the age of 12. You know, and this is in addition to what, like Moderna the other day saying that they're going to start clinical trials on kids as young as, what, six months? And I think Pfizer even said that too. Like, let's, let's be real. An mRNA shot with a spike protein that's doing whatever the hell to your immune system and your antibodies, um, it's going to be 100% effective at effing you up. All right? That's what it's going to be 100% effective as. So that's why FBI, if I need to fake a vaccine record card, I'm going to do it. Go ahead. Investigate me. Do, do something about it. Because these vaccines are chock full of shit. And they're harming people. And they're doing stuff to our immune systems that, honestly, we don't know what the hell they're doing to our immune systems, okay? And there's some pretty damn good scientists out there. Dell Bigtree's been doing plenty of interviews with vaccine scientists and people who really understand the immune system. And he's showing how these mRNA vaccines wreck our natural antibody function. They totally wreck how our immune system is supposed to operate. And you're just asking. You're just asking to be more susceptible to other diseases. You're just asking to have autoimmune disease present in your body. I mean, truly, give it five to 10 years, maybe not even that long. Our society, the people who chose to get this shit, they're going to be fucked. All right? So <laughs> that's why it's so important for you to educate as many people as you can, to try to change the mind of as many people as you can and reject this poison, this, this COVID juice they're putting in these things. Like, it's crazy, man. And it really bums me out because, you know, so for instance, I'm featuring just the news. This is John Solomon's website. I like John Solomon's reporting. He does a badass job when it comes to politics and government. But we've got a lot of these conservative people out there that are freaking diet woke. They're so diet woke with their reporting. And they're not having the courage to actually question Big Pharma, report the truth on them. They're just putting out these news wires about these vaccines and shoot about, you know, the whole scamdemic as well. And I mean, it's it's 
it kind of bums me out because of course a lot of people are going to these these conservative leaning people for their takes and getting you know shit information so no no one source is great on everything right even me I, i'm not you know i do my best to be confident in my opinion and be damn sure that i can back up what i'm saying with facts and data but nobody out there is you know 100 percent on everything <laughs> that's for damn sure that's what we're all learning we're all learning it together by getting let down the mass the mass letdown is what the great awakening is all about and hey it has to happen because then you come to find out like holy shit i just have to rely on my own damn discernment so one last article here this is from the epic times and um you know i, I the epic times good thing they're they're reporting on some i guess stories that show these vaccines in a negative light but here we have over 100 fully vaccinated people in washington state test positive for covid19 these stories are getting a lot more frequent obviously because a lot more people are getting their shots and then they're going to get tested again and then they're saying what the heck how is it coming up positive but this is this is happening pretty frequently now and this these stories destroy i mean you could take sort of different angles with this here you could put pressure on the vaccines and say why the hell everybody's getting these vaccines but then they're still testing positive for covid19 so you could put pressure on the vaccines or you could put pressure on the tests obviously the bullshit of the pcr tests they run them at what 40 cycles plus when they're they're only supposed to be ran at 15 to 20 cycles or something like that. So they're they're making these PCR tests so oversensitive. So it's picking up freaking anything. And they're getting positive tests when really these people don't have COVID-19. Or maybe it's like some other coronavirus in their body that's tripping the tests and making them come positive. But wh which either way you want to go, you can show these kinds of articles to people and use that argument. Either be the anti-vax argument or the anti-test argument or both, right? And, uh, you know, keep, keep these sorts of things in your back pocket. All these articles I'm showing you, all these little pieces of data, just keep them in your, keep them in your back pocket, right? And, and show them to people, literally. So ha have discussions with people. We need to get more active, you know? Posting on the internet is good. Memes and articles and things like that. You want to try to post them in places that aren't echo chambers because what's that really going to do? But again, it's it's difficult on the internet because of we've kind of just been relegated to echo chambers and how much censorship there is on the other platforms. So you got to have conversations with people in real life, guys. Your activism has to get direct. So whether it's somebody you meet out on the street, whether you go into the freaking store and just don't wear a mask and have the balls not to do it. I do that every day. And, uh, you know, recently people haven't been saying shit to me. So doing something as simple as that can actually make a difference because people out there at the supermarket or wherever will see somebody else without a mask on and start having the courage to not wear one themselves. 
or whether you're passing out little pieces of information about the vaccines or whatever it is, okay? Could be vaccine scandemic. You could be talking about the election. Just get outspoken. Start speaking up more. You know, we need to we need to get this ball rolling. So I guess that's my that's my preaching for this one, everybody. I appreciate you for watching. I appreciate all you guys being here live. We'll uh we'll do our QA in a minute here. If you don't watch live, that's kind of a perk that people get that do watch live. I cut this and I go into like 10 or 15 minutes of a QA afterwards. Um Make sure you subscribe on whatever your channel, your uh, whatever you know platform you're watching this on. And then again, I appreciate all you guys that support via Subscribestar or the .TV or the supplement brand, or there's other ways as well. Um, links for all that will be down there below in the description or on my website, jordansather.com. Remember, sign up on Telegram and the email newsletter. Those are pretty much the two places that I can speak the most and don't get shit for it or censored. So thank you guys. I will see you in the next video. Next live stream will be on Friday and then tomorrow, the zoom chat for everybody uh, supporting me on the substar and the dot TV. I'll see you guys in the next stream. Take care.